welcome to Grab Earcast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. If you keep waiting, you'll never buy anything because it'll never come out. The next thing is always going to be better. It's always going to be better. There's always going to be better battery life and yeah. more doors. So uh, what's been happening since we last recorded? Uh, I had a fun day <clears throat> down at Divine Barrel. Um, roasting for research. Uh, we had those guys on the show. Man, it feels like forever ago. Probably because it was. Uh, we were kind of leading up towards their big... Um, roasting for research oyster roast kind of thing that they do uh annually and then covid near annually now yeah right right uh it's been moved to i think sometime in november uh we'll probably talk more about it as it gets closer but you know it's an it's a it's a good outfit benefits childhood cancer they're partnering up with divine barrel this year uh so the event will actually be at divine barrel they're bringing somebody in to, i mean you know it's you buy a ticket and get a band to get in and then it's basically unlimited oysters and other things uh Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, at any rate, you know, part of their fundraising, they, they had some auction stuff on, and um, they Divine Barrel had donated the ability to make a small batch uh, beer at Divine Barrel, and so me and a couple of boys from my other circle of friends shipped in and won it, much to the chagrin of one of the wives. But uh, we got to go out and make the beer, uh, which... You know, it's been a hot minute since we've done that. You know, there for a yeah. while, it felt like we were making one like every nine months or something like that. And then, you know, I mean, just people got busy and COVID and everything else. But um, should be a lot of fun. Uh, we got to make a like a West Coast IPA on their machine. And then we're going nice. to throw some fruit zest in it towards the end to kind of mix and match zest intentions with the west coast uh, a zesty westy if you will zesty westy yeah okay very nice super interested to see how it's going to turn out um i, I if mean it sucks i blame you I, absolutely you know my the hope is that it's just going to be really right in the right spot or, or some pretty obvious like let's make a couple of tweaks and that way we can run it again maybe closer to the event and have it as a, as a beer on tap for the event uh, would be super fun so any idea on when it's going to get released yet not yet. It needs, um, I think they said like four to six weeks because you only got like a month for fermentation and then yeah, oh yeah, a yeah. couple more of this and that. Um, mid to late July. Okay. So happy birthday to me. Yeah. Super excited for that. I'll, I'll let you guys know, obviously, when it comes time for that, you know, they'll have a big release party or, or whatever. I'm not there, but it's a, I think a 10 gallon batch. So it's, it's a pilot batch, but it's not a small pilot. It's not, I don't know. I guess they get like about four sixtals out of it. So, you cool. Know, that's not that's not bad. No, no, not at all. Two sixtals. You said four, whatever that is. Okay. So maybe it's twenty gallons. I don't know. Either way, uh, it was a lot of fun. Got to hang out. Got to have some of the new stuff. Got to try um, some of the beer that's coming out this week out of the tank. Um, Show off. Look at me. My name's Kiss. I'm so important. So, one of the beers that we've got it up for the next show um, was really excited about. Picked up in cans, and it, even Ben said he's like, "Yeah, it really didn't turn out the way I wanted. I want to do this next time. Cool, sounds great." But this one they've got coming out this week called Sparklers and Snakes, mm-hmm. the Bomb Pop beer. Okay, uh, we had we got to try it before he added the sweet cherry flavor to it, so it was just blue raspberry and lime. And I mean, it is like neon blue. Like oh, that wow. crazy looking stuff. Ooh. But. Looks like a melted rocket pop. But it tasted like a rocket pop. Okay. Um, 
Super fun. Super fun beer. You know? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll be sure to get some of those for next time we get in and cool. Making my trip up to Indiana here in a couple of weeks. So oh, nice. should have good haul from that as well. So hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, I actually went out and did some shit for once. Ooh, look at you go. It was weird. It was really weird. Like it was an unprompted tweet plan thing, and all of a sudden I'm out. An unprompted? Well, I don't know. I was. Tweeting about music. How about I that? I know overwhelmed and I know underwhelmed, but can you just be whelmed? Yes. Yes. You can be. Because uh, I was at a lot of these breweries that I went to. Uh, so I did the Loso, I hate that word so fucking much, circle. Well, to be fair, they were trying to call it the Queen Park District. Yeah. And I'm like, I prefer Lower South End. I'm, it's whatever. But yeah. Uh, so I, I went to... Number one, didn't even know protagonist had opened up a place there. Like, I always thought. Yeah, the, it's the old uh, Great Wagon Road distillery yep. between Sugar Creek and the new old Mech. Yep. yep. The new old Mech. So, went to protagonist, went to, is it Lower James? Is that what that Lower left. Middle, lower left. Oh, it's like Middle James is in Pineville. Yeah, lower left. Um, went to the Big Dog. The brewery is at oh, Yancey. Like tri- triple C? Oh, okay. And, man, that place just felt so weird. It's a different crowd. It's gigantic. Yes, and it's 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 almost cavernous. Like, yes, I know it's still COVID. I understand that. But there didn't seem like there was a lot of people there at all. And it, it's a huge fucking facility. Like, And I know that they say that they brew there, but that setup that they have in their tap room looks so fake, it's not even funny. Well, they brew everything that says CLT brew apostrophe D. Yeah. Oh, 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 I hate that so much. Yeah. Yeah. That's real bad. So, yeah, I uh, did, like I said, did kind of the, the low so rounds and I, I was whelmed at best. Like I was, I was a protagonist. I, I've seen it. It looks really nice. It, um, the facility's nice. They're pizzas. Okay. Good pizza. Good pizza. Beer. Mm. Okay. I mean, it's not terrible, but they're an interesting one because I don't feel like they've been opened. They they haven't they opened their Noda spot maybe a year and a half ago. It feels like uh two two and a half maybe. Okay, it was it pre, doesn't pre COVID by a comfortable amount. Yeah, it seems like they haven't been open long enough to afford a spot over in the Lower South End. But uh, well, I don't know. Their, I, don't, I don't know the background. Their main investor was like the number eight employee at Uber. So, aha. So when you got, so if you got an angel investor, that helps. Wow, yeah, that helps a little bit. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Just like, oh, I don't think they've been open long enough. And I'm like, you're right. They haven't they been. They haven't been. They invested in some kind of fruit company. I was like, good. We don't have to worry about money no more. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just sadly one of those things where you know it was just kind of whelmed at best. Yeah. But hey. I had good pizza. Uh, got some good exercise in, so I earned that piece of pizza. And and when we're talking a piece of pizza, Jeff, we're talking like oh, like get those fucking things. It's like it's, New, it's, like it's New York style. Sizable. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Now, is it is that pizza always there, or is it yes. like a, yeah. was it just like a one time food truck? Okay. No, 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 it's always there. it's always so. there. So yeah, I would you know go a Charlotte pizza. brewery that serves pizza. Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. Amazing. Uh, speaking of Charlotte breweries that serve pizza, that do they? Okay, I didn't yeah. know. I've never been there. Uh, Unknown is basically pivoting. I hate that word too, but they are pivoting away from beer. They're going to become a ginger ale or a ginger produced uh, thing only. So, 
So first the beer off, part shutting down. I'm going to call fake news on this because it's not an open letter. I mean, if I've learned anything from this guy over the years is that if it's not an open letter, it's not. He's not serious about it. He's not. He's not. Well, um, just because this article said an open I, letter I, didn't mean I, I know. I'm just. I'm being an ass because for years, like every 18 everything months, everything was an open letter. Every 18 months, here's an open letter, dear Charlotte brewery fans and friends and we're really sorry our beer is not up to our world-class standards and like how many times did they apologize for their beer there were the apologists in the crowd and but josh and i would have this conversation it's like i'll try them again but if it's still not good i'm done yep and it's been some years because i tried it tried their new stuff and i just i couldn't i, just, I didn't care yeah exactly and, and so <clears throat> and the the factor of not caring Meh is all I can say to this. Like, good riddance, I guess. I know that's a terrible thing to say, but not like the single beer they've ever put out. Yep. We've tried it multiple times, so it's not just like we tried it once and walked yep. away. Oh, you missed their dessert barley wine that they did a couple months ago called Beer is Dead. I wanted to punch through a window. Like that bad? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it tasted like sugar. Oh. Oh. So... You know, I, I was I read this. I actually did a little bit of homework this time, Josh. You'd be proud of me. Nice. And so, you know, part of the part part of the rationale for this pivot is that he was running five businesses, and I'm and I'm looking at these and I'm like, <clears throat> okay, so brewery number one, tap room number two, distillery number three, ginger ale company number four, and a food truck. So. There is some synergies between all of those. Yeah, so, 100%. Yes, technically it's five different companies, but it's it they're not, I mean, come on, it's it's not. Now, having said that, I have seen this ginger ale caught my eye one time cuz I was like, "Huh, what's Oh, that's unknown. unknown. Is that is this in the wrong space?" And like, "Oh no, it's just it's just regular ginger ale." Yeah. Yeah, so I, speaking of, I guess I do want to mention that this is a non-alcoholic. It's just a ginger ale. Uh, and apparently it's selling really well all all across the U.S., so that's what he's wanting to focus on. Well, it's doing better than their beer is, at least. So, I mean, there maybe that's part of it. Maybe there's too much competition in this market for yep. him to be successful. And I remember when Unknown opened, part of their whole, like, idea was we're real close to the Panther Stadium so that all the pre-gamers could come here and drink and then and like it never really like it 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 worked but then when COVID hits like you know you lose a big segment of that but even then that's you know how many home games did the Panthers have yeah the course of a season you know eight yeah I don't think I don't think that eight uh two to three hour windows are really going to make up for you know an entire year so and his comment in here is, you know, this will come as a surprise to some. So clearly this has been something that's been on his mind for a while. Yeah. You know, you hate to see, you know, anybody get to a point where they just can't make ends meet or or I don't want to insinuate that. They get to a point where they, they no longer want to run all of this and they, you know, decide to switch into a different direction. Yeah. Um, but I see there's a, another company bringing in the beer now, right? Hopfly out of Rocky Mountain, North Carolina is assuming control of the space. So just turnkey, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to put all their spin on it. But, yeah, pretty much. That's that's my understanding. They'll just assume brewing operations. I don't know what's going to happen with the distillery. Um, 
and have you heard of Hopfly before this? I hadn't. Yeah, yeah, I've had six different beers from them. IPA is really their strong suit. Um, I did have a jalapeno saison that was off, shall we say? Uh, I'm not really in the business of buying a can of beer and having half of it eject itself all over my counter. No, but that's exactly what that one did. I'm like, really? Oh, if I, good time. If I was buying a mishandled juice, then I, you know, would have prepared a little bit differently. But instead, I'm stuck with kind of a subpar jalapeno beer. I'd rather have bird songs, but yeah. Um, it just seemed to me that Unknown was always playing from behind. You know, they opened, when they first opened, they were contract brewing out of South Carolina, and those first batches were wretched. Um, there, there was tales of one of their rollout events, um, one of the beers being sent back by the proprietor, just like, go get me something else. This is, I don't want this. Wolf. Yeah, so... Then they started serving their own beer. That's when the first like apology came out. I mean, it it just seems like they couldn't get get control, get a hold of things, and that they were just playing from behind. So this was yeah. a, this was a long time coming. I mean, what six, seven years of yeah. of, Sorry, of we'll trying. But Sorry, we'll do better. We've and their sh- and their parties. Their parties were so good, like. I could go there and find something that I could tolerate drinking for three hours, but like the strange brew festival was, was always a good time. Their anniversary parties were a good time. Like freaking PD Pablo showed up like last year, just before COVID. I mean, that was a fun little three song set, but I don't know. It, I'm, I'm not heartbroken over this. I'm just not. Yeah. They had their shot and, yeah, they, like Jeff said, at least in my eyes and his eyes, we tried and tried and tried, and they fucked up too many times, and I'm like, nah, I'm done here. And it's not like it's the worst beer in town. No. 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 There's, um, there's way worse breweries in town. Oh, yeah. But there's and, also no and reason. And I'm going to take you to two of them the next time we go out. Oof. There's also no reason to pick their stuff up off a shelf. Right. So often exactly. it's... Like anytime I would see their stuff, it was either out of season or, you know, I, I never even bothered date checking them. I, so who knows? But I just, you get burned by a brewery too many times and you just, you quit buying it. And that, like, that was yep. me. And I don't know how, like, I don't want to speak for anybody else. Maybe other people like absolutely positively love them to death, love their beer. And, and I get it, right? Like we all have different palates and different tastes and what we like. And, you know, like, I'm not saying they can't make anything good. I just... I had like I, I think my, the favorite beer of theirs they ever made was that rum barrel aged, um, lime sour was it? Neon neon jackets neon neon vest neon something I can't remember. I'll look it up. But you know you start struggling, you start missing a couple bits, and then what do you do? You know. And so in this case, it looks like well they pivoted into distilling, thinking you know like maybe that'll catch. Right. And then also a food truck and then also this and also that. And, you know, you stretch yourself too thin, you know, when Jack of all trades, master of none. That's right. When instead, maybe they should have backed up and really tried to make good on what they've said for so long. Although formulate their beer recipes and really quickly. Do you guys remember when their uh, truck or van, whichever one it was, got stolen and then somebody recovered it and they were like, I'm going to get free beer for you'll get free beer for life. You guys remember that happening? Was it them or Birdsong? No, the bird songs got stolen. Too. Yeah, I know. 
but unknowns did as well. And they said, whoever finds it, you'll get free beer for life. Well, then, of course, now this news came out and no more free beer for life. Oh, well. What's happening with uh, Falling Rock? What's going on? And what the fuck is Falling Rock? Who okay. Is, yeah. Wait, wait. Who, who is it? What? Who? What? When, where, why? So, Falling... In closure news that actually does break my heart. The Falling Rock Tap House, mainstay of Denver's craft beer scene. Okay. It was the place that I would go whenever I'd land in Denver, like one time in the last decade. Uh, but I, I went straight there. Well, after my hotel, just dropped my stuff off and, you know, let's, let's go to Falling Rock. It was amazing. Just arguably one of the best beer bars in the country. Wow. Um, I, I loved it. It was the place that I could go and have the absolute freshest Pliny or mirror pond or blind pig or whatever hop stuff I was used to. They had tap takeover events. I mean, it was like when I was at Great American Beer Festival, that was just where the brewers went to hang. Gotcha. Okay. Like, you didn't have an event, just go chill at Falling Rock. And they've been, you know, struggling over the last year. Not only did COVID really take them down a couple pegs, but there was a, a extended, like, construction project. The neighborhood started changing, and a lot of the office buildings that they were using for, um, for business kind of, you know, dried up, went away. And I guess they saw the writing on the wall. And, you know, probably by the time this show airs, I mean, yeah, they'll be Sunday, June 27th. It's really, I mean, I, I read this and like the wind absolutely went out of my sails. Like I've seen a lot of places close and I'm like, man, that sucks. But Falling Rock closing, like how could one bar in Denver that I've been to like, one or two times like oh well maybe you should have gone there three times <laughs> well maybe you should yeah. maybe you should be a lady no no one time once twice three times a lady i don't know okay in anybody out there listening if you've been to falling rock you know what i'm talking about like that place just had it. well that I, I, whatever it was like sure. it, it had it that's a bummer but i mean i guess at the same time too i mean <coughs> excuse me it's denver so i'm sure that there's got to be something that's going to come out of the ashes of this. Sure, but think about it. It's Denver. Right. And when you have, like, arguably the best beer bar in Denver... Yeah, that says a lot. It does. Like, going to have some big shoes to fill. Why didn't they just, like, change it over to a, a weed bar? They should have. Uh, Why didn't they pivot? They should have so pivoted. So are you trying to suggest that perhaps weed and or wine and spirits did them in? Maybe. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, speaking of... You can aim at wine and spirits all you want. Openings and closings, there's it's more a sarcastically aiming. New beer bar, in or shop, I should say, in Asheville called The Whale that is opening. No. Mm, yeah, but... So, The Whale is already open in Asheville, and it is a beer bar. This one is uh, the announcement of they are opening a Charleston location. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Not bad. Which I am dummy excited for. <clears throat> Um, the whale. I read the title wrong. My bad. Yes. So the whale. I've been there it a handful of times in Asheville. I really like them. They are. I mean, 
in in Beer City USA, like their f- focus is beers that aren't made in Asheville. Okay, like, I was about to ask are, that question. They are, with you. you know, they are picking and choosing of the hottest things. So it's a from beer around the country. It's a beer almost a beer snobs beer bar. Yes, which you know I feel like is an underserved portion mm-hmm. because you know, of course, at the end of the day, maybe salute right, but there's not a whole lot of really good beer bars to go to around here. Like beer snob beer bars. And yeah. I'm, I'm talking like this thing puts salute. I mean, not, not to shame. No, no, but, I'm just, you know. well, I'm just saying like, well, you no, know, no, no. And, and, around here salute's about all we really have anymore. Yeah, you're right. Because until, well, until Grant opens his new place. Cause when you think about crossed. it, like if, if you go to a common market, yes, they've got a good beer selection, but a lot of what they have on tap is local stuff, which mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Don't yeah. get me wrong. That's, I like that, but I can also just go to Triple C or I can just go to Birdsong and get the same thing on time. I understand both sides, but I think it's important if you are in a beer city that you have some local things. However, at that point, you're going to have to carry the local stuff that sells. And so help me, I don't need to see Juicy J on any more taps. Yes. Agreed. Like when Wells and I, so last Sunday kind of, was with two different people. I was with Ryan for a little bit. Damn, then, you slut. <laughs> I know. And then the party split, and Wells always goes to salute. So I. I well, it's w- right off the light rail. Stop. Yeah. So Which we, is how we were getting around. We went to salute, and like, first thing on tap when we get there is lunch. Is what? Lunch. Lunch. The main. Yeah, the main beer lunch. And I was like, this is that. And you're right. That yeah. really is the place in town to go of. Most of what is on tap isn't local stuff. It's kind of like the beer snobby stuff. And he gets good stuff. Yes. Like, he's got his connections. Jason does a great job curating that list. I mean, you know. So, it, well, I'm assuming then that this place is just a step up from that. Like, I've never yeah. heard of it. So, yeah. is it, like, you say sought out stuff. So, could I get stuff, like, from the Vale or... Things like that there? I mean, if it hits distro in that area, then yes. Okay. Gotcha. Which I think is part of the problem, right? You've got a mixture of, you know, actually, I, I, I'm being such an asshole here. I forgot about Kits. Kits has good stuff on tap. Yeah, that's true. He does. But he has, he tends to, to stretch wider amongst a bigger variety. So you may not get like the 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 big name stuff. He picks stuff that works for, for what they've got. But even then, you know, I mean, you're to Wells's point, you're still kind of locked into whatever you can get via distro. Yeah. You know, fail is great, but they don't really distribute here. So, yeah, I just I wasn't sure when you when you name a place called the whale. You, number it's, one, it's Wales, bro. When you're in Asheville, I almost immediately want to assume that it's probably all Asheville stuff. So I'm glad to hear that it's not. Yeah, I mean, they got all those like rare wicked weed sours. No. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, yeah, Charleston location, cool. Yeah, um, there was the like the Charleston Beer Exchange. Yep. Kind of got this whole thing kicked off. You know, that was like the premier bottle shop in in Charleston. They opened one in Greenville, um, and then that kind of phased into like Edmonds Oast, as except for the Greenville Greenville one didn't. What's that? Well, Greenville one did. No, it didn't. Yeah. It split off. Yes. But I'd say this is a lot of, it's kind of the same vein as like the Charleston Beer Exchange. Gotcha. Okay. But amped up a bit more. 
I mean, I was to say like anytime, and in, of course because of COVID, it's been a year plus since I've traveled for work. Yep. But I would always stay at the hotel that is literally right across the street from the Greenville Beer Exchange because oh yeah, motherfucker, that dude has some amazing shit on tap. Sometimes. Yeah, he does. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, you want some 120? Oh, yeah, hey, do you sure. want some worldwide? <laughs> well, I mean, it, so, so, so number one, it's South Carolina. Yeah. So, they, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, that gets distributed there because they it don't does. have the same cap. Yep. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Some of the stuff that we had while we were in there. Oh, you want to tap that BA 1050 real quick? Sure. Yeah. And even I mean, the little pizza place right next door. I don't it. not want you to do it. I know. That's right. I'm like, well, I mean, if you want me to try it, I'll definitely try it for quality assurance purposes. Yeah. Yeah, and then just call little, maybe monitor or, or the yeah. little pizza place that's right around the corner. Where I can't even. Remember then I'll what put it's a called. sticker in your underwear. Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> All right. So uh, let us know how the the whale goes, bruh, bruh. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I mean, I think it's later on 2021, so uh, I've got family living down there, and it'll be nice to have another place to go to when we're down to visit. It's not like we're really hurting for like beer spots to go, but yeah, but when it comes to like a bottle shop, like kind of are. So cool. All right. Last but not least, I saw this story too. Uh, so you ever see one of those stories about somebody that's doing something and you're like, man, if I'd have had this idea, I could have made a mint like five years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so we've talked on the show ad nauseum about all the stupid shit breweries put into to beers. Uh-huh. Rogue putting in pages of Moby Dick, uh, doing... Beard yeast. Yeah, beard yeast, doing who knows what else. And then I saw this story, and Wells posted it too, that somebody is making a beer with goose turds. Yeah, goose poop. At, least, brewery. at right. least it's not going like... In the beer, they're just burning dried goose crap to smoke malt, and then that malt will go into the beer. But so, like, it's being used in a food safe way to smoke the malt to create a unique stout beer. So, okay, yep, you read that having right. having lived. With a pond in my backyard, I, I am 100% on board with their notion that uh, geese are a blight on society and humankind, and their crap is everywhere. Oh, God, I remember those geese now. Oh, yeah, no, they're terrible. Wow. And they, they yeah, just, I totally forgot about they that. They destroyed that backyard, and then we put in our, our next-door neighbor would feed them, which made it worse, because now they had more crap to crap. What? And we told him not to, and he didn't care. And we showed him articles, and he didn't care because he was a crotchety old man who lived alone. And then we put up a fence, and suddenly our yard recovered in like two weeks. Huh. And he's like, huh, well, I guess I'll put up a fence too. It's amazing how well your yard does when you don't have geese walking and crapping all over it. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, I had more than enough goose <laughs> crap to, to handle all of their smoking needs. I just, like, who comes up with this idea? Who's the first one that's like, you know what we ought to do? Like, you know they were drunk, right? Hey, you know what we ought to do? There's a lot of boost, goose crap. Boost, boost, goose poop. Boost, it's, it's everywhere. Words. Let's, <laughs> let's just, let's, let's, like, let's, like, let's like burn it, man, and like smoke something with it. How do you, like, where or why does this ever come up in an idea? Yeah, because, of- I mean, I'm sitting here thinking, I've got two dogs. Like, I never thought, you know, it would be cool taking their dried shit and smoking my barbecue with it. Right. 
Like, at what point do you really think that... Never thought that was ever a good idea. Who came up with the idea of, let's smoke feces to impart flavor as a good idea? Yeah. That's not a good idea. Nobody wants this. Oh, God. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Oh, this is a nightmare. I don't care that it's food safe. The just the thought of it disgusts me. I can take a dump in a box and slap orange on if it makes you feel better. Believe me, I've got the time. <laughs> so, I guess it would be an appropriate flavor descriptor to say like this beer smells like shit. That's a totally. shitty beer. That's a shitty beer. Oh, lord. People lord. are probably racing on Untapped to be the first one to make that joke. Oh yeah. So, yeah, uh, I guess if you live in Finland and you can get that beer, send it to us. No. Yep. No. Hey, we had to sit through two episodes of a seltzer fucking show. We're going to do this beer. Oh, man. Speaking of seltzer, whatever. Off mic. All right. Are we ready for break? Yes. We'll be back in 30. Bye, no bye, Jeff. How does that work? We're going to talk about the beer that we've been drinking throughout this entire show. The same beer? Yeah, so we're just one beer. We actually make like a beer suicide. We take all the beer and put them into one big bucket, and I do pours off of that. No, no, no. It's, we have, you have to call it the infinity bottle now. That's right, the so infinity. Yeah. No, no, that's a bourbon thing. That's cool. Okay. That's that, that, that's cool. I, took, I, I am actually not familiar with the concept of an infinity bottle. So the idea of the infinity bottle is like you have this open... Or you have an empty uh, bourbon vessel, you know, whether it's like, you know, you're one of those like fancy people from Mad Men that has, you know, decanters and all that, okay. or just a leftover bottle. And Mine's an Evan Williams bottle. That's right. As you start, as you get towards the very bottom of each bottle, or you can do it from the beginning, you pour, you know, a couple of ounces into your infinity bottle. And so basically you're making it like a bourbon suicide over time. And so like I'm tracking my, you know, I just write my stuff down. And so it's got like, you know, this double bond or a uh, uh, bottled and bond, whatever that name of that one was. And it's got some Eagle rare and it's got some Buffalo trace and it's got some Jefferson and like, it's just, I don't know. It's just interesting. Okay. And then I, I took a hit off of mine uh, a couple weeks ago and uh, that bottled and bond is pretty much kicking everybody's ass right now. Oh, but bet. you know, like it's still, everything else kind of rounds it out. A little, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. And no, like I even took mine a step further. So I put uh, two, two different scotches in it as okay. well. So okay. I put an Isla scotch in it, and then I put a, um, I don't remember the other Josh scotch. is a freak. Yeah. Yeah, just just wanted to try it just yeah. to see. I mean, fuck it, because I'm going to, basically, I decided the other day that will be the bottle I drink when I retire. Like, that's my retirement bottle. It's every The Infinity bottle. Here's a little bit of everything that I've had over the last so many years that yeah. got me through work. Yep, exactly. Until it fills up and it's like, mm, I need to dump some of this out. <laughs> All right, so anyway. But we've been drinking beer throughout the entire show. We're going to start talking about what we've had and whether we would buy it or not buy it. It's pretty straightforward, pretty simple, pretty easy. You don't have to, you know, try and guess whether or not we kind of like the beer. We either do or we don't. And we'll tell you whether or not we would buy the beer. 
First up. Okay, thank you. Somebody always has to leave me in. Yeah, my bad. Uh, yes, okay. Uh, first beer up from Free Range uh, here in Charlotte is Heart and Soul Strawberry Saison. And um, I saw this, uh, some, some of the, the check-ins on this on Untapped as I was logging this info. And uh, man, this is a uh, an opaque Saison. But um, it's really pink, and I wasn't really sure what to expect. But so help me, uh, this is actually a really good strawberry beer. It's light. It's refreshing. Um, man, I, this, this, is, this is great for this time of year. It's hot outside. Uh, I like this. I will actually buy this if I see it. So it's a buy for me. Wells? I'm not getting a ton of saison out of this. This is a strawberry party. And I like strawberries. Uh, just not in your barley wine. Just not in my barley wine. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, oh, yeah. Looking at you, Revolution. The one time you screwed up. Ugh. This Ooh. was a this was really tasty. I'd I'd had this on draft a couple times. I was waiting for it to to come in cans, and it's finally available. So I can see myself stocking up a couple more times. It's a buy, Josh. So yeah, I had to like, you know, I I typically don't look at our lineup. I don't pay attention to it. <clears throat> also, I do it the last minute, so yeah, you don't really that, have a whole lot of chance to prepare. <laughs> that, that too. Uh, I took my first sip of this and went, what the fuck is this? Like, I had to pull the spreadsheet up and go, what is this? This is a train wreck of a beer. I oh. hate it. It's a mess. <sighs> Y'all are dead wrong. This is garbage. Garbage water. I think, I think one of us in the room is wrong. I think one of us in the room is wrong, too. Whatever. Don't no be sad. Hey, look, that don't just, be sad. Two out of three ain't bad. more heart and soul for the two of us. Have at it. Well, All you want. We will. Next beer up, Jeff. Uh, next beer up uh, from Divine Barrel. Because anytime they put out a West Coast, I get excited. Yes. Um, they have one from last week called Moving to Montana uh, with Citra, Simcoe, and Strata. Um, this is a 7% bitter boy. And I love it. A uh, big, huge, huge fan. This is probably like, I feel like every couple of releases, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. This one's the favorite IPA of yours that I that you make. Um, but man, this Montana, it, it finishes clean. I really, really, really like it. It's a big solid buy for me. Wells? I mean, it's good. It's real good. This is uh, Divine Barrel West Coast. You know, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. I'm not saying they never miss. I'm just saying that they rarely do, and um, they're always worth trying. This is no exception. It is it is a bitter boy. It's a still very easy-drinking 7%er, though. Um, I'm happy with it. I like it, and uh, I've already bought, like, two four-packs. Yep. So that, that's a buy for me. Josh, what do you think? Okay, is it just me, or is this a little on the thin side? It is on the thin side. It's okay. it's an it's not a double. It's just a regular IPA. <clears throat> okay, I, I mean it's not terrible. It's just it it's a little thin for me. I'd still drink it, but it felt like to me it felt like it was undercarved. I don't know. Maybe it was that can. I have no idea. Just felt like it was a little undercarved, little thin. Wanted a little more body yeah. out of it. I probably shouldn't have run it through the paint shaker before I brought no. it over. Sorry. No, no, I brought that one. I was waiting to see, like, what I was like, hey, what are you bringing, Wells? Please bring Montana. Please bring And he didn't thing. say, and I'm like, all right, fine. All right. I'll know. bring mine. Ugh. I mean, I, I'd still buy it, but I just am looking for 
there's that one tiny thing. You know what I mean? Next I, I don't know what you mean, but I'm sure you're very familiar you're with that. Up next from Fonta Flora, uh, we have Doodle Juice, an unfiltered double IPA fermented with local strawberries and dry hopped with Belma, Huel, Human, Huel, Human, Huel Melon, and Meridian. Um, and not a fan of this one. Uh, of the two strawberry beers in the show, I feel like the other one was better. This was, it, it just, <clears throat> I don't know. The strawberry didn't, I mean, this wasn't the same kind of strawberry party, I guess. It's a pass for me. No buy. Wells? This, this is more of a, a IPA. This is more of a strawberry IPA than an IPA with strawberries. And there's like some kind of inherent conflict to it. Um, I like it. I'm with you, Jeff. It gets destroyed strawberry wise by that heart and soul. Um, I like it, but is that enough for me to really like buy it? No, it's not. Josh. I really like this one. This, this one is my speed. There you go. This one is my jam. I know, right? Josh is broken. I know. I mean, it's it's not bad. It's melony. It's got some strawberry to it, but not like overwhelming. Yeah, this is really good. Absolute buy. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up from New Anthem. They're a Charlotte brewery. Is that right? Went, uh, Wilmington. Wilmington. Yeah. Okay. I grabbed the wrong North Carolina. My bad. Uh, New Anthem. This is called A Voice in the Midst. Simcoe, Centennial, Cascade, Columbus, Double IPA. Um Something about their hop balance doesn't work for me with this one. It's, um, I don't know if like vegetal is the right word for it, but there's, there's something about the hops that just doesn't click for me. I wanted to like it. I'm always in the hunt for a good new double IPA, but this is more stank dank, not good dank for me. I'm a no buy. Well, it's a little too perfumey for me um i'd appreciate it otherwise i think they could have done a little bit more earlier in the boil hops to this like i like my west coast's super dank not just like a little stank dank um i typically enjoy new anthems but uh this one's fine but fine isn't a buy for me so, no way. Josh. Yeah, this is the fun thing about New Anthem is both, I'm sure, Wells and I know, <clears throat> you can hardly ever find their... They're like burial. Like, you don't find the same beer twice most of the time. Uh, I'm kind of glad I can't find this one again. Yeah, why, why buy this? Why make the same thing twice? Yeah, I, I mean, I've had a lot of good stuff from New Anthem. This is definitely not one of them, which is a bummer. It happens. Yeah. You know, not every brewery is going to make every beer to tailor to your specific tastes. We're going to have some that are hits. We're going to have some that are misses. Yeah. And, and honestly, I don't think we've had a bunch of New Anthem stuff on the show, but it's one of those where if I'm in a bottle shop and I see something from them, it's almost an instant buy because rarely have they disappointed me. But. Yeah. And that's a good place, right? I mean, so the good and the bad of breweries like that, or like you mentioned, Burial, uh, coincidentally, uh, 
you know, when, when you don't see the same beer twice, it's good because if you have a bad one, you're less likely to pick it up a second time. Yep. But the problem with that is when you do get a good one, it's impossible to find again, unless exactly. it's one of the two or three things that is their core lineup that they always crank out. Yeah, which it, as far as I know, and Wells, you may know this better, I don't know that they have a core lineup anymore. Like they're kind of their business model changed and they just make what they want now, which I guess is smart for them. Oh no. But anyways. Uh final beer up or next beer up? Final beer up. Final, final beer, beer up. up. Okay. Speaking of burial. It's burials Anno Domini MMXXI, aka twenty twenty one. Um a rum barrel aged Imperial Stout with coconut, hazelnut, and Mexican vanilla bean. Who mama clocking in at 15%. This is no joke. Uh, hide your kids, hide your wife. Um, damn, this is good. So often when I see rum barrel, I get excited for the potential and I'm often let down. Mm. This does not let me down at all. The rum is there, um, but it isn't, it isn't cloying and overstaying. It's welcome. So often you get, these rum barrel aged beers and they either spend too much time in a rum barrel or the rum was too hot. Whatever that happens, the rum just overtakes everything. Um, Oh, what? You don't like drinking nail polish? Correct. Um, the coconuts there, the hazelnut, the vanilla, like it all works in a great, fantastic harmony. I have to imagine that, you know, again, beers like this, are scary for the brewery to make too because it can go wrong so easily. But whatever kind of barrel monitoring or, or testing or ensuring they did on this, the QA, uh, I think paid off in spades. This is a fantastic beer that I would absolutely buy again. Wells? I don't know what else I can say. Okay, cool. Um, it's It's a super massive buy. This was ridiculous i mean burial makes a stout and i i kind of get all tingly in my spider sense uh, this was well worth what the heck ever i paid for it this was great um good job this was one of their eighth anniversary releases too so they've come a long way since like thresher saison and <laughs> you've come you know, a long Shadow way Glock pilsner and now it's Here's my 15% stout with all the stuff. It'd be interesting. Uh, the, the data would be interesting to see how many beers they've made in eight years. Like how many like differently named beers they've made in eight years comparative to other breweries. You know, I feel like they would lead the charge in terms of most named beers per brewery. Definitely but up there for sure. They, yeah. And I don't mean like, you know, one off single batch, you know, Thursday, Thursday, whatever. I mean like like legit packaged beer yep definitely up there josh what do you think borat wow we wow 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 <clears throat> i didn't even know this had rum in it like rum barrel you age. hate rum i do i really really do especially any rum barrel aged beer it's almost an instant no from me good lord this is fantastic i and that says a lot that i can't even really taste the rum like but it it is there, it yeah. is present, but it's not overstaying. It's welcome, yeah. and and so what you probably don't like is a lot of the other rum barreled beers that we've had over the years, 
where the rum there was too much. Yes. I mean, rum is rum barreling beer is tricky. Oh, I can imagine. Very few very few breweries do it well. Yeah. This one was Yeah, this is fantastic. Uh, maybe they, and who knows, maybe they just got lucky, but damn. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. It's time for uh, tap that, Jeff. How does that work? So out of these five beers that we've had, which one would we most like to have on tap in our keg? Um, you know, I mean, I, I feel like the idea of I'd tap that is what's the best beer that we had at the show? I just don't know that I could go through a whole keg of, of this Anadomini and, and, not, and, and live to tell it. You know, I mean, 15%, this thing drinks like... 10 11 um this will mess you up in a hurry um i'd probably do better drinking that moving to montana the um heart and soul was a close one really did enjoy that but i like me some bitter boy right now yeah i guess tied for second place moving to montana and heart and soul which means that burial just I mean it just destroys it steamrolls it um I understand what you mean like I would be probably super tired of this and probably 100 pounds heavier by the time I got to the end of that keg but smile yeah it's gotta be the burial Josh yeah I'm right there with you like and you know you could kind of nurse this keg you don't have to chug it all in a fucking weekend like Ugh. let it mellow god imagine trying to do a keg like a speed run on this Oof. Uh, <clears throat> i think i might have tried that once i can't remember <laughs> welcome no, to somebody else's house it was th- real bad. Th- this is absolutely fantastic. Oh, it, absolutely i mean it is like i said for me that is the best beer in the whole lineup but i'm still it's going to be a while before i am willing to put a keg of that on i get it I get it. So, Jeff, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Uh, come check us out on the interwebs. Crapbeercast.com is where you can find us. Uh, you can see our old episodes and our social media links. Uh, speaking of which, at CBCast is the probably easiest way to get a hold of us on the Twitters. You can slide into Josh's DMs. He's always up. For I you. am. <laughs> but uh, other than that, uh, Wells, where can I find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at all the Wells. Nice and simple. Josh. You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend. Tell somebody you've listened to us for eight plus years and almost 400 episodes. Can you believe that, guys? We are almost at episode 400. We have to uh, QVA episode 400. That's fucking crazy. I cannot believe we've been going this long. Um, That's what she said. Patreon. Don't forget about our Patreon. Help fund us. We don't do ads. We don't take sponsors. We never have. It's been a personal decision of mine, and I decided to never do it. So. That's right, because Josh is the only one that was a part of that conversation. Yeah, I totally. like money. No, Jeff and I have had many conversations about it, and just decided, you know what, fuck it. I don't want to cowtell to anybody. I want to be able to say what I want to say when I want to say it. So, the couple of you that do support us financially yes, through Patreon, thank you. thank you so much, because it does. You know, we we have a modest hosting budget to host the podcast. And, it, and what you put in helps take some of the money that we would have paid out of pocket and let us put that towards beer for the show. Or equipment. Like or we equipment. Bought, yeah, we bought the new mixer thanks to our Patreons. So. Yeah. Knock on wood, it's been doing real good. Yep. 
Anyways. Ka-chow. We will talk to you guys next Thursday.